0: Roll we'll pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A.
2: Another miss to, to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle
3: Hour. All right, Kelly Center. I saw you got some lessons Saturday from an actual Dixie
4: Darling. I that, did. that improved your dance moves. I did. I've been forgetting the elbow on the hip. I've always yeah, been, the
3: thumbs tucked in. Yeah, that's. I, I saw where she corrected you about uh, that. that as that's. Well. I'm good
4: to go now, Bob.
3: All right, welcome to the Eagle Hour, everybody. We're glad you're here. The full crew's back. Uh, Bob and Kelly were in the Southern Bank Course Studio. In Hattiesburg, Luke is over at the Southern Bank Court Studio in Laurel. We've got the Heath Hinton about to join us in an interview I'm really looking forward to. Joy Lee McNellis and Rose Warren will be joining us. Rose Warren becoming the first female athlete at Southern Miss to get an image and likeness deal. And We could not uh, be happier uh, for her and Coach McNellis. And a quick reminder, we will be at the Lady Eagle Golf Tournament this Friday. Where is that? Do you know off the top of your head? we can have to
4: ask Coach about that. It's either at Cambridge break or the Hattiesburg Country Club. All right, so
3: wherever two. it's at, we're going to be there, and uh, we're going to have Rose and uh, Coach McDallas on the show a little later in the hour. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics, proud supporters of the Eagle Hour, and good friends of ours. A great place to cater your next tailgate, a great place to have meals uh, seven days a week. Kelly and I can attest to that. Uh, it's always good. At Dickie's, and we're always grateful for them uh, sponsoring our program and being such a big part of the Eagle Hour family. Okay, so the dust is kind of settled. I vented on Kelly Santer when he walked in my office this morning. Man, about, oh,
4: man. <laughs> about
3: football. And uh, so now we'll get Heath Hinton's take. Uh, looking back, Liberty is a quality program. I think, Heath, they have one of the best college coaches in the country. Golden Eagles take them to quadruple overtime, so uh, I guess we have to put the frustration, the questions, and the disappointments aside and look at it from the overall perspective that this does appear to be an improved football team. There's
2: no question about it, guys. It is an improved football team. Offensive line was much better. The defense was really, really, really good. Uh, Look, this team, think about this. This team Went to super back in the second half and was a minute 30 seconds away from the victory. You're up seven points with a minute 30 left uh, against a team in Liberty that one of the top, uh, I don't group five teams in the country, a team that has so much. I don't think people realize how much money goes into that program and how many uh, resources they have it's pretty impressive if you start looking at it and uh, see the facilities they have. I mean, for what they did, it was incredible to almost come away with a victory there. Four overtimes, it stings a little worse because it was four overtimes. You felt like maybe there was a touchdown that wasn't called for Southern Miss in the game. You felt that there may have been some calls that didn't go your way, maybe a pass interference in the end zone in overtime. Uh, so it stings a little harder maybe because of that, but in all seriousness, pretty good effort and it kind of shows that this team is progressing we'll Well, just have to see what they do this week at uh
3: miami now all right kelly you were out yesterday and so i'd like quickly to get your impressions of the game i know that you and i shared some of the same frustrations back in my office
4: yeah but but it's it's just from a fan standpoint yeah they they are they they certainly appear to be uh, a much better team um, when you look at uh, but but one of the things that you know the quarterback situation obviously has to and whether you're playing junior high ball or wherever the quarterback situation has to get you know worked out how durable is is Ty Keyes going to be able to be um the way that he's played so far you know he got injured last year now he's injured injured this year not sure if he's going to be able to uh, even go this weekend at Miami so then do you go back to the Superback and if you're one of the If you're one of the quarterbacks sitting on the bench, you know, you you might be asking yourself, is our offense really better with a running back running the offense than me who I was recruited as a quarterback? I've played quarterback. So those are are legitimate questions. But I'll say on the other side, uh, as somebody that has coached youth baseball, mind you, but coaches are on the field practically 24-7 with these guys. And they want to win as badly as anybody else. So if you ask the question, did Coach Hall and his team think that that was the best option in order to win the game? Clearly, Obviously, that was the answer. Okay, But then the question becomes, why? Why was that the best option? And if you have all those other quarterbacks uh, on the bench, and I'm sure that all these questions are going to be answered over time. But And the other point I want to make is, remember last week we talked about how big the first game is as far as developing momentum, developing momentum not only on the field but off the field with the fan base. Now you're going to Miami this weekend, a prohibitive underdog, you know, against a Miami Hurricane team. Um, it was just it was just so heartbreaking for them. To, and I would rather lose 60 to nothing. I would lose 60 to nothing than lose in, in quadruple overtime.
3: All right, Heath, respond to that, then we'll get uh, Luke in here.
2: I mean, I understand what Kelly's saying, and he's not wrong about the quarterback deal. But at that time, you know, the whole, Coach Hall said that because of the way that Liberty was playing them, and that they felt that if they went to super back in the second half, and they did go to it, and it started working so well, they stuck with it. So I don't know if it was something that Liberty did that they saw that they wanted to keep it up, or they going to go back to Trello, those are questions that you know, I'm not sure that we'll ever get a full answer to. But I, I do think that in the grand scheme of things let me ask y'all this. Would that game have been that close with I think that's a question you have to ask yourself. Would it if I don't know. We'll but never I do know. know that with the super bat, it went four overtimes and they almost yes.
0: won. Well we'll never know. Uh, Luke? Heath, looking forward, um, just kind of what Will said today, I think probably the safest approach uh, to bet on this weekend would be a mixture, low probably playing quarterback, but maybe some designed packages to get Wilkie in because if Keyes is going to be out multiple weeks, you could see Wilkie playing a lot against Northwestern State.
2: Well, Wilkie took, from what I understand, Wilkie took a majority of the snaps with the – number ones today so they may be really trying to get him ready to go this weekend i think it doesn't matter which quarterbacks in the game i think you're going to see a mixture of of both you know superback or and quarterback i think you're going to see a mix of both down there i think they're going to want to mix it up try to do whatever they can to move the ball um you know it's I think it's still up in the air, but with Wilkie taking the majority of the snaps now, Ty Keyes did have his helmet on at practice today, did do some drills, but none of the the team stuff. So, Ty Ty may be back. You know, he may be back this weekend. We'll just have to wait and see. But I do think you're going to see a mixture of both. I think Coach Hall does want to get that. Uh, It's called the Superback Blitz, beyond single wing, you know, it's – that box with a couple with three wide receivers, maybe, but
0: uh, we'll see. I think it'll be a mixture of both. Of them. I guess what I'm getting at is, he said today that they did not want to rush Ty Keyes back so quickly that you would you would hamper his career. That was a physical statement, a physical injury or continuation of an injury, and you would damper his career. Then he seemed to say it with Wilkie about it, almost being unfair to throw him into a situation that he would not be prepared for. On the road at Miami seems like that situation. You know, I think back to 2016, we had to start Keon Howard on the road at Old Dominion, and it, it just kind of stunted, you know, some of his development. So I feel like the it's the same statement, but with Keys, it's, it's a possible physical injury. With Wilkie, it would be like you would kill confidence throwing him in the meat grinder to begin with.
3: All right, Heath, one minute left uh, in the interview, but uh, real quickly, should fans now be concerned about the ability of Keys to stay healthy? This is his second injury and very little time on the field.
2: I mean, let's be honest; it was it was on a passing play. It was targeting. That's the second time Liberty has uh, knocked his Southern Miss quarterback out of the game playing them. So, I mean, it, to me, it wasn't a situation where the play was called. It was a design run. It was a, it was a pretty. It was pretty much a targeting shot. Leaked at and went at his head. I mean, I don't think so. Not yet. I just think it was one of those plays to where it's football. Guys are going to get hurt, and in that situation, ninety-nine percent right. of the people get hurt because it was targeting. It was a cheap shot, and that wasn't the first time Liberty's done it. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that yet because I do think that that's a. Uh, that was a. That's a tough blow for anybody to take. That's not a run play. That's not a design play that got him hurt. Uh, that was just a defensive player targeting.
3: All right, real quick, how do people join Big Gold Nation?
2: I uh, just go to southernmiss.rivals.com. Google Big Gold Nation. Uh, join us. Practice reports every day. Have one coming out in a little bit. Game report updates on the team. Uh, always a lot of fun. And uh, come join us. Good time. Thank
3: you, Heath. Heath hitting Big Gold Nation, everybody. You can sign up today. All right, when we come back, we're going to track down Joy Lee McNellis. I think she's actually at practice. And uh, Rose Warren's going to join us. Stay with us.
2: tuned in to the Eagle Hour, the Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top.
3: All right, welcome back, everybody. I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for the first segment. Campus Bookmark sponsors the second segment. We appreciate all they do right there on Hardy Street. Remember, you can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. All right, we've been looking forward to uh, this segment. Uh, basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis joins us here in the second segment of the show, along with one of her players, Rose Warren, who has made history. She has become the first female athlete at the University of Southern Mississippi to land an image and likeness deal. It is with Mark, And, uh, Rose, congratulations to you. Thank you. All right, give us a rundown here. Tell us, uh, Tell us about this company and tell us what you're going to be doing.
1: Well, it's. Uh, you said the deals with Eggsmart. Um a local man in Puckett, Mississippi. He made the deal happen for me, and I'm super excited to represent Southern, and um, be the first girl to get one here.
3: Well, there's no question. Who knew that uh, being from Puckett, Mississippi, could make you so famous? Right. <laughs>
4: right. <laughs> hey, go Wolves, baby. Go
3: Wolves. Yes. <laughs> So, where were you when you got this news, and Coach McDellis? Uh, your thoughts, because you and I and Kelly had talked about this earlier on the Eagle Hour, with all this stuff going around the, you know, the college uh, sports world. We wanted to see some of the female athletes benefit, and and lo and behold, here we are. Your thoughts about that, Coach?
1: You know, I, I think it's a great opportunity, and we're really really thankful. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm fighting some sinuses today. Um. We're really excited about the opportunity for Rose and being a start. I think this is a starting place, and we're very thankful for XMART Coach John Miller, that was on Bauer's staff, that's been on Hugh Freeze's staff, but everybody knows John Miller here in Hattiesburg. And John is the guy that actually is heading up the NIL stuff. Uh, with everyone on campus, and so he is the one that originally reached out to me, asked me about it, and I said, sure, and so John has really handled all the details and all of that in this process, and John was actually here on Friday, um, and we made the announcement, and then we had an opportunity to, she got her check. So I thought that was pretty cool that he opened up the checkbook and uh, wrote a check for her, and she was able to get her check in hand. So, you know, I just hope that this is a start for many athletes on our campus, but especially women, uh, and for Lady Eagle basketball. And what some people don't really understand is just getting a deal, and it don't. You know, you read about all the Power 35,000 thousand, ten thousand. You know, you can get an NIL deal just at fifteen hundred for the year or two thousand, and it's huge for helping us in recruiting when we can go out and say we have X number of players on an NIL deal. Well, for sure, doesn't matter how much.
2: For
3: sure, it's
1: just they're on an NIL deal because that's really all they want to know. Right. And so maybe some of our listeners that are out there, they consider that since they know that it's not always, you know, it's it's not just tens and thousands of dollars. Um, and know, like and, and said,
4: here's what here's what I think is significant too, Coach. As an outsider looking in, two things: when the first do, the first domino is always the hardest one to push over, right? Correct. So now that Rose. Has started these dominoes falling. Here's the, getting her her image and likeness deal. Here's the other thing to me that is significant. Business owners who, let's face it, the bottom line, they're business men or women. The bottom line is important. What they are saying, even though even though this gentleman that, that set this up was from Rose's hometown, a business came along and said, You are worth our money to promote our business and, no to, and, yeah, and to promote right. our company. And that legitimizes women generally as they're every bit as able spokespeople as the guys are. So twofold there, why no why the signature of uh, of Rose Warren on that on that UIL deal is significant. All right, Rose, I have to ask you
3: this. What did your parents say when you called and told them, you're not going to believe this, but I just got an image and likeness deal? <laughs>
1: well, they were so excited, my mom came to watch mr john miller give me the check so they're extremely excited just like we are here
3: right now is there any chance rose now that you are the image and likeness figure for the women's basketball team that coach mcnellis will take it a little easier on you in practice
4: not a chance. I can answer I really that for you. I
1: yeah. really doubt that. I really yeah. doubt that.
4: Yeah, I don't think that that's ever happened to any of any of uh, <laughs> right. Joy Lee's players. Yeah. You know,
3: she's pretty tough, isn't she? Rose. She's as tough
1: as she needs to be.
3: Yeah, yeah. But you know, we we've yet to talk to a women's basketball player that really didn't express great love for that lady. And uh, I'm going to guess you're the same way. She's she's tough, but uh, you're glad you play for. her.
1: Yes, sir.
4: We're thankful for. It. Well, I want to ask about these image and likeness deals to Coach McNellis. So, so Rose is a spokesperson for X Mark. So, is does this rule allow her to like wear an X Mark patch on her jersey? Or yeah, that's a good question. You know, to to what degree does that's she? That's a great
1: get, question. Do, I
4: have no idea, Kelly. Like, yeah, like if X Mark has a little logo or something, can that be sewn onto her jersey and? while she plays, and, you know, I don't know how all that stuff works.
1: Hmm. You know, and I don't know that either. I think that's a great question. Uh, We'll have to reach out to John Miller and ask that question, but you would think so. Yeah. But then the NCAA has the rule on X number of patches and what the patch can say. So I don't know, but all that could change with NIL. It really could because of promoting, you know, who is sponsoring them. Yeah.
4: Well, it's important that that get answered, though, because Michelin has asked me to represent them because of my likeness <laughs> to attire. <laughs> to the Michelin man, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so. so, Coach, you realize now,
3: you do realize you're the first coach to uh, get a likeness, image and likeness deal for a young female athlete. You're also the coach that broke the horrible jinx I'm against South, South Al. Alabama. You're on a roll, Coach. <laughs> Well,
1: guys, you all are always so kind, but I will say that I didn't have a whole lot to do with Xmart and Rose, uh, but I am very thankful for it. And and I think another thing is that in her getting an NIL deal and she's going to shoot commercials and you know she's going to do those things for them and rep- representing Xmart. I think the cool thing too that helps our program is now she's going to be out there, and then people that are watching the commercials are going to know she's from Southern Miss and plays Lady Eagle 100%. 100%.
3: So the
1: PR side of it for the program as a whole is not just her getting the check and getting the deal, but how the deal will help our program and the university on down the line.
3: Yeah, that's, that's 100% That's hundred correct. All right, Coach, we've got about two and a half minutes left. Let's talk real quickly about the uh, Lady Eagle Golf Tournament that we're going to be at Friday, and hopefully we can get Rose on the set with us and uh, and talk to her a little more Friday. But tell us about the tournament.
1: You know, our tournament is uh, Friday the 9th. I'm praying for good weather. I don't know. I've watched it all weekend, what it projects to be. I pray that the rain holds off so we can tee off at 9 a.m. Friday morning. Uh, We have 32 teams in our tournament. We Uh have to shut the – Number of teams down early last week. Uh, We are still still taking sponsors. Um, I'd posted on social media we're about less than 10 grand than we were last year. We've got that down to about five grand. So we do welcome sponsors. And if anyone would be interested in sponsoring a whole, it starts at 200 and goes all the way up. But if anyone is interested, uh, we'll definitely welcome that. They can. Call our office at 601-266-6444 or email me at joy.mcnellis at usm.edu. But it will be a fun day. We've got food uh, for walk-ons, for lunch. We have got food from flat uh, toes for breakfast to get food out there for people. So we're looking forward to an exciting time and a great day of football. And the cool thing is all our players will be there. They'll all be working holes. So if you guys want to get any of them on your show, they will all be available all right. because they will be out there bright and early Friday morning setting up.
3: And, Rose, we definitely want to get you on at 1 o'clock. I see that you're a <laughs> psychology major, so maybe while you're there you can analyze Santer. And uh, give us some idea of why he behaves the way he
4: does. No, she's not in grad school. <laughs>
1: right. I don't know if I know that much, but I'd love to talk to y'all some more.
4: Well, we're gonna we're gonna invite you're invited over at one o'clock. And if she All says right. if she says where am I supposed to sit or where am I supposed to stand for this interview, you'll say X marks the spot. There we
3: go. There you
4: right. Know. You see what I deal yes, with, sir. Rose? But, but look at but look at how many times X mark has been
3: mentioned in it's this interview today. No question. Yeah. Hey, Coach, thanks for setting this up, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys uh, Friday. And, uh, Rose, we could not be happier for you. Uh, congratulations.
1: Thank you all so much.
3: All right. Coach Joy Lee-McDellis.
1: Appreciate
3: you. All right, Coach. Coach Joy Lee-McDellis and Rose Warren. I just think that's a great story, Kelly. And you're the one that brought that up. In an earlier conversation on the show about that, and how you hope that some of these young women could get in on this, and not just be football players.
4: And, and there's other there's other young ladies on the team that are doing a lot for philanthropy and in the, in the community in Correct. which they live. And I, I hope they are also rewarded as time goes on. All right, we'll be back.
2: To the top, to the top. you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
3: And hey, we want to thank Rose Warren and Joy Lee McDellis, also Heath Hinton, for joining us uh, so far today on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. And want to thank you for tuning in each and every day. 4th Street Bar and Grill sponsors this segment of the show. And
4: boy, we had a good time there Friday, didn't we? It was it was almost too much food, Bob. Almost dude, being dude, the key... I'm
3: going to tell you, you make a good point. You know, I ate catfish and I can, I can eat pretty good. Uh, I really. Do you have to take some home? No. I I ate it all, Kelly. Okay. but, uh, But. As <laughs> Soon as the show was over, I went home and took a nap.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's lots of food for for your uh, money's it was worth. Really good. Though.
3: Yeah, man, I'm gonna tell you, it's a really really good.
4: And the, and that cat, it's Mississippi catfish, and, and but he they bread it a little bit differently, and they won't tell you what's in the breading. Yeah. It's their their secret French recipe. French fries, coleslaw, and, I, puppies, and sweet potato it's available fries every Friday. For those of you that are into health, like I am, like you, yeah, yeah you can get the yeah. <laughs> you can get the sweet potato fries exactly.
3: Also, I'll tell you, that Friday night I had a I had company in town for the football game and uh and uh, my wife and i took him down to Bay beignet and ate some more beignets and the blackberry sauce now morgan held out on us when we were there
4: she didn't hold out on me she told me you knew yeah i knew it was blackberry well let me tell you what i did i pulled
3: a kelly santer the blackberry sauce that was left i drank it it was that good (laughs)
4: so you're pretty much admitting that i'm just a slob that'll, that'll you're look.
3: a bad influence i think yeah. that's what i'm uh that's what i think i'm trying to say you made such a great point uh in that interview with rose warren about the fact that just during the interview we mentioned x
4: there's another one <laughs> yeah
3: so, so we're doing it again this is an opportunity for local businesses uh to go attach themselves to some of these kids at school basketball baseball football love to see some baseball players women's athletes obviously uh, like this young woman this is a great marketing opportunity for them
4: and i think what it will also what it will help the athletes do is not not that there's been an issue but it it forces the players to behave themselves right, right. i mean southern miss is not going to recruit out, you know, people that are just not very good people, you know, they do a really good job of, of, uh, you know, checking the kid's character and things like this, but you're not just representing the university. Now you're representing a company or so to speak. Right. So you got to have to be on your best behavior. You've because, because you are working for someone, right? So that, that should send a subliminal message to kids that are potential recruits down the road that you got to act right. If, if you're going to get any of these deals, you got to act right. Well, you got to be happy for her. Yeah, for and sure. We, we
3: didn't ask her. We're not going to pry, but she told us that she was very proud. That she's already gotten her check. And it cleared.
4: And it
0: cleared.
3: <laughs> Reggie Collier's still waiting on his check from the Eagle Hour. Well, yeah. He'd be the first to tell you.
4: Yeah, well, you, you don't have to worry about a check from X clearing, but. uh, No. Yeah. No. The Eagle Hour. <laughs> i get to the bank pretty <laughs> you, fast. You said it. I, I didn't. <laughs> All right, Kelly,
3: let's look at the league, the new league that we're in uh, over the weekend. The Sun Belt
4: did well, didn't it?
3: Well, they won six games. They lost eight. But Let's go down the wins first. Um, Coastal Carolina beat Army. I I guess I've got that reversed. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, they won eight, Eight. lost six. I'm sorry. Coastal Carolina beat Army 38-28. Old Dominion, huge win. Beat Virginia Tech 2017 Marshall beat Norfolk State 55-3. South Alabama beat Nichols State 48-7. Georgia Southern beat Morgan State 59-7. James Madison, listen to this. Yeah. James Madison beat Middle Tennessee
4: 44-7. Middle Tennessee from Conference USA. Wow.
3: Louisiana beat Southeast Louisiana 24-7. Arkansas State beat Grambling 58-3. So eight wins. Here are the losses. Uh, Louisiana Monroe loses fifty-two
4: to ten to Texas. So that was predictable. That was a money game for the Warhawks. Yes, uh, a, a
3: great football game that I saw the second half of. I guess a great football game. There was no defense at all. Uh, UNC beats Appalachian State sixty-three sixty-one.
4: And I really thought, I really thought App State was going to win that game. Oh. I thought so, too.
3: I thought so, too.
4: But still, North Carolina's a, a power five in the ACC yeah. and supposed to be one of the better teams in the country, and App State was right there with them. South Carolina, this surprised
3: me a little bit, beat Georgia State 35-14. We talked about that Georgia State team. We we
4: think they're pretty good. But that that tells you that South Carolina must be pretty good. You know, Frank Beamer, who used to coach at Virginia Tech, his son Shane is there now as the head coach, and South Carolina has so many resources, and they've just never been able to put it together and uh, maybe, maybe the Gamecocks have now.
3: Ole Miss beat Troy 28-10. Ole Miss actually jumped out, pretty good lead early, and then the game kind of settled down, and Troy played them pretty competitively for three quarters, but the Rebels do beat uh, Troy 28-10 to in Oxford. Nevada beat Texas State 38-14, and, well, we know Liberty beat Southern Miss 29-27. So your thoughts, 8-6 and six the first week, big, big conference win. Uh I think the uh, Virginia Tech win a real feather in the cap.
4: Yeah, and Old Dominion, you can forget playing Virginia Tech anymore. Okay, the- <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Again, <laughs> yeah, they're already calling, trying to get the contracts reworked. Right. Uh, the only other surprise on the disappointing side was how Nevada handled uh, Texas State. That surprised me uh, with ease. Uh, Nevada handled Texas State, and the Bobcats are supposed to be you know pretty good you know pretty decent in the in the western division of uh, of the Sun Belt. so those are the only two big surprises, one one up, one down, um, the money game with the Warhawks, you expect them to, this is this one coming up for Southern Miss against Miami is considered a, a money game. The Eagles are prohibitive uh, underdogs on this one, so there'll still be some of those games uh, to come. but all in all, most of the Sun Belt teams played teams that that you would expect. You know they would beat. Now you certainly didn't expect Old Dominion to beat Virginia Tech. Could have
3: easily though been ten and four because I mean you had razor thin
4: losses at App State and a razor thin loss here in Hattiesburg. And when you had when you had two teams, one from Conference USA and one from the Sun Belt, boy, how about that score? Was a forty four to seven James Madison over Middle Tennessee,
3: which hadn't been playing at this level very long.
4: And Old Dominion and James Madison are the new kids on the block. They're in the Eastern Division. And remember, yeah. all you hear about is is Crap State and Coastal over there on that well, side. Well, all
3: of those new additions did well. Old Dominion beating Virginia Tech. Marshall, you know, rolls over Norfolk State. And then James Madison beats Middle Tennessee. They represented themselves well.
4: Yeah, and and the the referees this weekend in the Eagles game, mm. you know, were were from Conference USA, mm. which I thought was really, really interesting that Conference USA officials – we're refereeing a game where Southern Miss is no longer a member of Conference USA playing the newest member of Conference USA in Liberty when they come into yeah, the league.
3: And you know, I don't spend much time saying if this had happened, if this had happened, right, because right, it right. didn't happen. But, you know, in the, in, in the overtime situation, uh, when there's basically a jump ball, a pass that's a jump ball, and nobody catches the ball, right? do you not leave the flag in the pocket i mean do you really call offensive pass interference because that basically you know i think that i think that series they ended up kicking a really long field goal if i'm not mistaken but nevertheless Sometimes, don't you have to let the players decide the game?
4: Unless it's obvious. And see, that was my complaint. And I know you're going to say because I'm a Bengals fan, but that was my complaint. with no, I get what you're saying. The last, one of those last plays that the Rams got down into position to win the game was they, they hadn't thrown a flag all day long. And then all of a sudden, on a questionable play. You yeah, know, not gotten the, over that yet, No, I, I Well, how often does my team get to the Super Bowl? And you understand with the command, com, Commodore. What are they now? Those, yeah, the cut Commodore commander <laughs> said, right. with co- head coach, Lionel Richie. Right. Um, yeah. So say it's you <laughs> say, say me. me yeah, sing a few more pronouns for us. Lionel, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your team doesn't really, really get to the promised land that often. So, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, back, if we can switch gears and talk about Southern Miss football for just a second, you know, I, I wouldn't panic about this quarterback no, situation. No. It's, it's going to work itself out the first game. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, those coaches are on that they're with those guys every step of the way That's they know right. them you know better than than we certainly know them and the coaches want to win those games so they'll sort it out it is That's just right. one game it was a tough one and it could be the difference between you going 6 and 6 and 5 and 7 hypothetically you know which six wins would make you bowl eligible and we talked about how important that first game is but they'll they'll work it out and again the bottom line is 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 this team better than last year's. Team. I don't think there's any question about right, that. Right. Right. I don't think there's any. Question. So so let's you know crawl before you can walk, walk before you can run, and uh, and Will Hall continues to say we're building this thing the right way. Rock. And when you build things the right way, it takes a little extra time.
3: So, this wasn't chopped liver they were playing Saturday night.
4: No, that's a good point too. You know, <laughs> it's a
3: pretty good college football thing.
4: That's right, and and it's it's not your typical opener. Normally, if you look oh. at Southern Miss's schedule. A, a team that you would normally open with would be like Northwestern State, right, out of the Southland. Right, um, but they didn't. Man, a Division One program like Liberty that's averaged eight wins the past three years, three straight bowl wins, yeah, ten and one just two years ago. And and the turnovers. You take those turnovers away, makes a huge difference. And 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 one of the keys that that you, they always say is take care of the football. If you take huge care difference. of the football, you got. And I hate to say this, but I do think there was a touchdown that wasn't called. I I agree. Um, I actually asked Coach Hall about that, and he said that all all scoring plays are automatically reviewed because people were going, well, they need to throw the flag. Well, they, they need to challenge that or whatever. But all scoring plays are reviewed, and the officials said they just, there just wasn't enough there that they could see to overturn it.
3: Well, I'll say one thing. That Sun Belt Conference logo was beautiful on the field. It and sure
4: it, looked good. And it really didn't matter what it looked like. It was a lot better than that CUSA That's one. exactly right. We'll be right back.
3: To the top. Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're going to be on the road this Friday. We're going to be at cane Break for the Lady Eagle Golf Tournament. We're going to get uh, Rose Warren and some of the other girls over there on uh, on the show. I can say that, right, girls? I can't say that. I, I mean, no offense by that when I say get some of the other girls. Yeah. On the
4: show. I mean, I, okay. I think people know. I think people know. Lots of times the intent. You know, when when you when. Verbiage is not exactly the way you want it. I think
3: Julie McDallas knows how we feel about her basketball program and her and her players, and so we're we're excited about being there. Be uh, Kelly and Michael and I and uh, Luke. I think will be uh, all at cane Break uh, this Friday afternoon.
4: We want to congratulate Mia Wesley of the Lady Eagle volleyball team, who was named the Sun Belt Offensive Player of the Week. And you know, Bob, the big three sports of football, basketball, and baseball. But if there's a story of going on at Southern Miss which is not involving the big three, it's this volleyball team. No, I think you're right about that. Because uh, last year, it, um, there was just a lot of tumult, you know, uh, a lot of turmoil on, on that volleyball team. And, and quite frankly, the team didn't perform as well as they had hoped. Um, new coach you know, comes in. Uh, some new attitudes, and they're playing some great volleyball right now. So congratulations to Mia Wesley, named Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Week. Isn't that the young lady that came out here with the coach? Yes. I think it is. In fact, it was. Look what that's done for her career. Yeah. She's already (laughs) Offensive Player of the Week. And I got a gift today. Well, we on the Eagle Hour. I'm so glad you said
3: that. Randy and Hilda Salmon brought Kelly and I and i'm sure michael might grab a piece uh a wine cake
4: yeah hilda hilda reportedly has makes the best wine cake in all of america and I ran into her husband at the tailgate uh party on saturday uh back when i was remembering the tailgate party mm-hmm. and um and he said we're gonna bring one by on uh on tuesday and here it is wow how about that so thanks thanks to them we for appreciate that.
3: that very much yeah and you we, know i have uh, i have seen them on a number of occasions
4: excuse me my phone
3: always rings at one o'clock i've seen them on a number of occasions uh in campus bookmark uh-huh. when things were really busy and kathleen was overwhelmed and they stepped right in behind the counter never asked for a penny help her run the store until
4: things get under control
3: the salmons do yes they're very nice about that i've
4: seen it i've seen it
3: on two or three occasions
4: big eagle fans too man. yeah they big told me eagle that fans. they
3: uh that they uh took a cake to lee Applewhite. i'm sure he's consumed it by now he got it earlier this morning and uh they tell told me uh, also this afternoon uh, randy told me that um during baseball season they take uh coach uh coach oz and uh, coach Barry cakes and so from what the guys have told us you know coach Barry enjoys bon appetit and uh I think he probably uh,
4: yeah, and Jody Lot too anybody. last week picking on me about that at Mo Bay Beignets. I'm thinking like he's Twiggy, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and you younger people will have to you're Google. Just, you're
3: just egging it on. Aren't
4: you? <laughs> you'll have to Google Twiggy, but uh, yeah, she yeah. was a model back in the day that was uh, very famous. Yes, but but very thin. Uh, so very he,
3: famous, very thin.
4: Which is how she got her name Twiggy. Uh, and Jody Lot certainly is is no Twiggy.
3: Kind of reminds me of Twiggy though sometimes if you just. Can you close your eye? No. No, No, not at all. Yeah.
4: I was going, where is he going with this? No, I can't. I can't. Hey, Miami, this coming Saturday, it's going to be an 11 o'clock in the morning game. So uh, keep in mind, and that's 11 o'clock our time, which would be noon, um, you know, Miami time, and then the Eagles will come right back home for the next game against uh, the Demons of Northwestern State. And this was kind of a relationship developing between Southern Miss and Northwestern State because the basketball team's... We'll play Northwestern State uh, as well this year. And, of course, Bobby Barbier's Demons came over here to play baseball a couple of years ago. They were pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: And, look, I know this is a tough game, and I do understand that this is a money game, but this is not like you're going on the road to play Alabama. It's not like you're going on the road to play Ohio State like
4: you're going to do in a couple of weeks. Who knows?
3: Who knows? Maybe this is a competitive
4: football game. Well, the the only thing, that the, the biggest disappointment for me, as a fan, was it is what happened Saturday? Generally speaking, played into the narrative that a lot of other people said that the Southern Miss defense is great, the offense is not great at all. So I really, I'm, I'm especially pulling for the oh, offense right. to get on track and, uh, and to, to prove those people wrong, you know. And I think once we get into conference play, and I still think the two lane game is very gettable. Um, so if they they just get yeah. a few of these offensive woes worked out and protect the ball a little bit better, they're going to be fine. Pretty good storyline at that Tulane game, huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Willie Fritz, again, the head coach at Tulane, once interviewed for the head coaching position here. Right. right. And uh, Will Will Hall, of course, the former offensive coordinator. And remember, the, this whole quarterback situation, Will Hall was a quarterback, right? Nobody knows that position and has developed quarterbacks like he has. So, um, like I said, it's it's building yeah. – being built the right way.
3: All right, you're going to go to practice tomorrow,
4: correct? I am. I'll uh, be there. So We'll yeah. get some
3: sound bites. Kelly will bring us some sound bites in. We'll he'll get a handful of players, and uh, we'll talk to some of these young men and uh, get that on the air for you. Uh, some, maybe some tomorrow. I think we got a pretty book show tomorrow, Thursday. We'll have time to run a lot of sound bites as the guys get ready to go take on Miami, and and we promise that at the start of the year, we're going to live up to that. We're going to involve these football players on the show and to let you hear directly from these kids who are. Give it 150%, Kelly.
4: Yeah, and and you get to learn them you get to learn about them as people, not just football players.
3: All right, back tomorrow at one o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top.
0: Into the future. Time keeps on slipping. Seven,
4: seven. Into the future.
3: a
1: Supertalk
0: a super talk Mississippi yeah. Media Production